start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. It begins in Orlando, Florida and travels steadily to the west, beaming across North America and planet Earth and into your head. The world of safety never stops. And now, the Safety FM podcast and broadcast with Dr. Jay Allen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Jay Allen Show. I hope everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods. I have to tell you, um, when I gave you an episode on Friday, that is our mini episode to get you ready for our episode on Tuesday, which is today, for us to talk to Layla London, you know that it was something. You know that it was going to be a conversation that uh, I wanted you to hear. So let's kind of get some of the, the other things out of the way right away. This conversation that I have with Layla is mostly related to relationships. And I reached out to her because she is an expert in relationships. So I wanted to have her come on to the show. Please understand that this particular show today is not heavily involved around safety. It is around the subject of relationships and how sometimes we don't pay attention to relationships and things that you can do to make your relationships better. So I want to make sure that we're clear about that. Also, if young ears are around, this is probably not going to be the episode for them. I just want to throw that out there right away. This is why we have the parental advisory listed on this particular episode. So I want to make sure that I give you all those warnings ahead of time. So before we start today's episode and go into the whole thing, let me tell you a little bit about Layla. Layla London is a woman in her 40s who just recently decided to explore her sexuality. After about a three and a half year self-imposed dry spell, she woke up one day and said, what the heck am I doing to myself? Why have I shut down that side of my sexuality? I need physical contact badly. I decided to stop wasting the pretty and get out there. Having set out on my sexual road trip, I'm scratching things off my sex bucket list. I'm getting laid, exploring kinks a word I really didn't know anything about before this, having fun, sifting through the emotions it steers up in me, blogging and podcasting about it anonymously. So there you go. That is the story of Layla London. So I would love for you to sit back and relax and take a listen to this episode that I have going on today with Layla London. And we'll title this one, 
The Curious Girl's Diaries as it's taking over the show here today. Enjoy it. The Jay Allen Show is streaming now on safetyfm.live. Well, it, it seems like it's going now. So, do you want a finger? Do you want a finger cross, and we'll go from there? Sure. Okay. So, let's roll the dice. I'm feeling lucky. Let's go from there. Um, so, Layla, I guess really this is it. I mean, here's the unfortunate portion because I try to be as honest as possible with the audience. Yeah. I've already asked you this question, so I get to ask you the same question again. Yeah. But what we were discussing before was how some of this information is taboo, where people don't want to talk about sex in public. It's kind of one of those tab- taboo subjects. But you've actually taken these dives into podcasting, talking about what's going on in your That's world. That's all I talk about. <laughs> well, I know, but I, I'll tell you, I, I love some of the cover art. I've been very impressed by it. And I was like, you're directed to the point. You don't hide anything. So I love it. Now, the funny part is that we met on this, like I said, this weird website earlier um, called yes. matchmaker.fm, which a lot of people think that it's always a dating site. And it gets kind of, it kind, gets kind of strange from time to time. But uh, when, you decide, when you decided to take these dives into this information, how did you for, how did you get to the point that you felt liberated that you were number one willing to start a podcast and what got you to the point? Okay, yes. So I actually have been doing this for uh, I'll be starting my sixth season on December 19th and um, I woke up one day and just literally said, I have had three and a half years of no sex. No physical contact with anybody at all. Hold and, on, hold on. Was this a choice? Like, was this the decision that you said, I don't want to do anything for X period of time? Was like this a pre-planned thing? I mean, I, so, anytime somebody says me, tells me three and a half years, of course, I'm going to jump in. I apologize for rudely interrupting. Of no. course. Yeah, no, um, I know. It's a valid question. Like, what the heck were you doing? Well, that's what I was asking myself. Like, what the heck am I doing? Basically, I am just kind of one of those, you know, type A workaholic, you know, love when I, I, I've been an entrepreneur pretty much my whole working career and just really loved what I did. And it kind of became like my sole focus, my lover, my everything, you know, just because I was so ambitious and good at it. And I really felt like I was getting a lot of my validation, my personal validation from that. But really, um, I was, so focused on that, that I just was forsaking other important areas of my life, like uh, my personal life. I just felt like dating and having a boyfriend took time away from uh, my focus off of work. And so I really just put my head down and, you know, just kept going with the goals and, and left it at that until one day I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm wasting the pretty. You know, that's what I just was like, this has to stop. This has got to stop right here and now. And so literally within, you know, I had that light bulb moment and within a week I had gotten out there, gone on some, you know, dating slash hookup sites, made some profiles. And within, I think it was actually 10 days, not a week, but you know, 10 days, I had my first date with someone and we broke this dry spell. So well, I, I'm going to say it's better than three and a half years. I'll take 10 days. You know, I understand. Yeah. That. Wow. So, so 10 days to turn it around. So there's no, <laughs> so listen, there's no excuse for anybody out there that thinks they can't resurrect their non-existent dating life or they can't resurrect their, their re- sex within their relationship. I did it in 10 days, people, you can do it. <laughs> but, he, but here's the thing. So, 
as you notice this, at what point during the three and a half year journey do you come to that conclusion? Or did you real did you know that was going on the whole time? Or was it just so focused on being at doing the work of being an entrepreneur that you didn't even pay attention to that? I didn't even pay attention. I didn't care. I just didn't I you know, I was so into my my work and what I was doing and the goals I was accomplishing, I just didn't really, I mean, I was, it became, I was obsessive about it. Like I didn't want anything to get in the way of that. And so, um, but one day I just woke up from that little fog and went, what the, you know, now this doesn't, you can't do this. This doesn't make sense. So as you looked at this and I said, okay, three and a half years went by, then the, then you kind of refocused on some things. Now what's happened with work, if you don't mind me asking that particular portion, is, do you still, are you splitting it 50-50 now in regards of what you're focusing on or how is this going? Well, um, I, I guess uh, sort of the benefit <laughs> maybe of, uh, I don't want to piss on my own porch here, but one of the benefits of, of uh, all of that hard work is, you know, that I'm able to take a lot of time off and just kind of focus on, you know, my podcasting and, um, and the, and, and making my, my dating life and my sex life a priority. So, um, that, that has helped. (laughs) And, you know, I did get some benefit out of, out of all that denial. I guess we can call that, to put it in the sexual context, we'll call that those three and a half years of tease and denial. (laughs) So, so is it, so essentially, um, work like no one else. So for later, you can take care of yourself like no one else. Is that how you look at it to some extent? Um, I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Again, it wasn't really, I knew I was ambitious. I mean, I definitely had some, you know, goals in mind for sure. Um, I, again, I just didn't really realize what I was trading off for that. And so I did get, you know, I did out of that trade, I did get a benefit, you know, of, of being, having a little more freedom, um, now, you know, to be able to indulge. So, so looking back at that, would you say, would you, if you could talk to your younger self, yeah, what, what encouragement would you give to her? What would you say? What would be the wording, um, do you think that this was the correct path to go upon or do you wish that you would have done different things differently or is this, you're exactly happy with what you've done? No, I would say that, um, instead of being, you know, I don't really like to be on the far end of anything. So the far left or the far right. And I think that, you know, people should, regardless of the subject matter, maybe try to focus on being a little more in the far middle. And get a little bit better balance. I don't, I don't feel that just complete, completely shutting off as a sexual being is, is a good thing. And, um, you know, I'm way happier. (laughs) I am way, I'm a much nicer, kinder, happier Layla, you know, with all these orgasms than I was just that. You know, I call it the, the pit bull in panties. You know, that business woman was just. Brutal, you know. So yes, I, I would say get strike a balance. You know, definitely strike a balance. So as you as you went through this, and of course, I've read that you've actually hit some things off of your bucket list because it was very it was described in in what you had information related out there. Yeah. Have you went from extreme to an extreme? Then, even though you're saying, hey, to your to your younger self, you would say, hey, kind of play it down the middle. But have you went from what you called the dry spell to the extreme levels from one side to the other, if you don't mind me asking, of course, and anything you don't feel comfortable with, please let me know. Cause 
we can we can always go okay too no. far <laughs> yeah no oh no no i mean if if you've listened to my podcast you know that i don't hold anything back. i know i i don't know how open you want to be on this like i always tell people i normally adjust to whatever you have going on so whatever you want to share you're more than welcome to yep yep i mean the only thing you know like i think I, i've already told you is that you know i've I've stayed anonymous in doing this, which is, I think was the right thing to do. And I'm glad that I have. Um, it just gives me, you know, I feel better with that kind of that layer of privacy, right. uh, you know, between um, what I'm putting out there and how much, you know, the neighbor knows and all that stuff. So, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, lo- I love the website because the website you don't know, because the moment you click on the website, all of a sudden a lady shows up. So automatically you think that's Layla, but then you flip yeah. through some more pictures and yeah. it's like, hold on, Different. there is yeah. not a reoccurring character on here. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, I'm sorry. Now I got, I sidetracked myself <laughs> a little bit. I think you were asking if, um, just about the balance portion. about right, balance The, the balance points portion and then have you went from one extreme to another? Right. So have you went from three yeah. and a half years dry spells as you worded it and then all of a sudden you said you've hit goals on your sex bucket list to some extent. So has it been extreme to extreme? No, no, I, I, I have a really good balance with it, but what I've been able to do is, you know, when I, I took my, basically, I just kind of sounds kind of funny, but I systematized my sex life. I took the same objective, you know, that I would use in the business world to, when I had a goal and I wanted to accomplish something, I handled it very systematically, just like that. and. I made, I just decided, okay, you know, I have all these other goals, business, health, fitness, all this stuff. Why not put sex on that list too? So it's not, you know, it's not the only thing, but it's a priority. And I work really hard to preserve it and, and keep it on there and not let it slip down, you know, uh, with the importance. And I think that what I found through doing that was so many things I didn't realize about being in touch with your sexuality, that it creates kind of a ripple effect. I mean, other things spring off of that. You know, I feel like I'm a better friend. I'm, I'm a better, uh, you know, partner to the guys that I'm seeing and with, and I'm more, you know, understanding I'm more in my soft feminine side and not, you know, just this type A, chew you up and spit you out. You know, the other, the other, that other Layla wasn't very fun to date, you know, and I couldn't understand too, because I was so rooted in, in the, in that, why, why my relationships before weren't ever, they were good, but you know, like I could never get that closeness and the intimacy that I wanted that I, you know, I knew I wanted, but I just didn't know how to get there because I was basically just cock blocking myself, you know, for lack of a better word. I mean, I was bringing all this masculine energy and these are, these are dudes, you know, that doesn't work. It's like, who's going to be the boss? You know, it was like a fight over who's going to be the boss. And then if they're not being the dominant one or they're not being the, you know, the quote unquote man in the relationship, then I'm unhappy with that, you know, and then I'm, then I'm losing interest. And so it, you know, I think that pattern that I had developed, uh, you know, when I was younger, kind of wrecked a lot of decent relationships and doing this, you know, fast forward to now, being able to do this and actually document all of it, you know, it really is like a diary to myself. <laughs> Other people get the benefit of it, but it's a diary to myself. And by doing all this, I was just able to see all these patterns and things and go, wow. And then also, oddly enough, 
found stumbled onto sort of a, a you know a sexual kink that kind of helped me put all the pieces together. And I was just like, ding, ding, ding. This is what I, this is what I need. This is how I'm wired. And this is why other things didn't work out. And now I know kind of the right partner for me. So there's a lot of stuff that you said there that I, I would like, that I want to unpack because oh, there's sorry. so much. No, no, no. It's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. But when you look at it and you said at the very beginning that you almost strategized it as if you were doing business. Yeah. Are we talking like, you're putting out scenarios where potentially you're going to try this out, see how it works, and then move forward, just like you would do in any kind of business plan. Just, are we yeah. talking that far? It, it's like having a business plan. It's you know, it's like when you have a goal, you have to you know, you have to come up with a plan. You have right, to the hypothesis, the test, and the verify plan. You have to you have to measure it. You know, you can't if you're not. Oh, measuring. Hold on, what are we talking about here? Are we changing subject? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting, we're not, we, we can go in this side, we can head that direction, but you know. That you can go any that. direction that you want, but no, I, I say that jokingly. I, I don't normally have opportunities to ask that question, so I figured yeah. I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Um, do you want me to answer the size oh, thing? Oh, no, 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 no. Answer whatever, whatever you want. No, but it's, it's just amazing to me that you had taken the approach of actually doing it as a business plan or a hypothesis and yeah, a test and a yeah. verify because How? I will tell you that most people, people when you get into the, to the subject of sex, it's all about emotions. It's about how that feeling is at the moment. I mean, you described some of that as when you were saying, who's the masculine one inside of the yeah. relationship? Because yeah. that's going to play a factor in also as well. If I mean, if you have the type A personality, you're bossing me around, I might be a little, sh I might shy off a little bit on when you're, when you're developing a relationship with me. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a boner killer. You know, if you're too, if you're too bossy, you know, men don't like that. You know, I mean, some well, men do. Some men. I was going to say that some guys do. Some men do. <laughs> But again, what I think the key part, the key to, to all this really is just help me really understand what, where I'm happiest, what I like best. And it wasn't what I thought, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the funny part. It wasn't what I thought or what I, ha or, or what I had been repeating over and over and just kind of going, well, gee, I don't know why nothing's working out. Well, you know, now I know it, it, it definitely, uh, shine some light on that aspect. Um, and you know, where I was, where I had some patterns that just weren't, weren't producing the results I wanted overall. So would you say that some of your sexual frustrations to an extent that were actually re reflecting on the work that you were doing to an extent? What, reflecting on, on your, on your job. So meaning that you were bringing some of those, we'll say lack of releases or pressures from, from not having sex into your, into the workspace. Mm, no, no, I don't think so. I think I'm just, I, I am, I realized, hey, I am a, a, a very driven type A. I love business. I love just, you know, anytime someone even talks to me about their business, my mind starts like clicking, clicking, <laughs> clicking. Like I start wanting to help them and, you know, like problem solving. This. And yeah, I mean, like, I just really love it. I really enjoy it. And, um, but what I realized is, is that, I think for women where I think where we get confused or where we kind of get, we run ourselves off in the ditch is that we don't understand that when you come home and when you're with a man, you got to take that hat off. It's okay that you want to, you know, have these goals and, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. And I'm, you know, I love all that stuff, you know, but in a relationship, you need to know, where your lane should be and 
And if you're bringing that home with you and then you're like kind of bossing your significant other around because you wear that hat at work, you know, it, nobody really wants to be on the receiving end of that. And it's exhausting for you because you never get a break from it. And, you know, it doesn't work. So I, I almost have to ask the question. There's an old, old movie called Disclosure that had Demi Moore and, um, oh my yeah. God, Michael Douglas in yes. it. And she almost references it as backwards of what you're saying. And I'm just going to, and I know that this is an actress playing a, playing a part, but she yeah. says that you can't be a, a, a high level person inside of a company and then come back, come back home. And I'll word it my way. You can, I'm sure everybody will remember it who have seen the movie yeah. and just sit there and take it. But that is not what she said. Um, yeah. So do you disagree with that standpoint in regards of Tony or do you agree with not toning yourself down to some extent? I mean, do you feel that you have to kind of, I'll, we'll throw it back to like how, how wives used to be like in the seventies and the eighties. Are you thinking that I, level of kind, love, kind of going down like to that? I, I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I know that sounded terrible under my wording, but yeah. do you know what I'm saying? No, I know exactly what you're saying. I think, I think like, I really feel like for women, and a lot of women might cringe, but, you know, just hear me out. I think that, you know, that there's a lot to that uh, 1950s ideal and, you know, the, the gender roles and, you know, we're wired for it. And that, again, women, we've been given, you know, all this freedom and, and that's amazing. And we want that for sure. We want to be able to go out and, be as aggressive as we want in the workplace and get our goals. And there should be no ceiling. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I was a product of that. I was raised that way, you know, with, with really no, no limits, you know, but in a, that doesn't work in a relationship with a man and a woman that takes a different dynamic. And so you have to understand that what's making you successful at work if it's a lot of power energy and masculine, what I call masculine energy, you want to, you know, as a woman, you're competing with the big boys. It's, you can't come home and expect to make your partner somewhat an adversary and have that work, you know? So you have to decide who's gonna, who's gonna balance it out. And when you have that perfect polarity between that masculine and that feminine, not only, you know, are you both, going to be real happy, but, um, the pat, the chemistry is incredible. And you also will have a relationship that doesn't fizzle sexually. You're always hot for each other because there's that tension and that rub always going on and it's super hot. So but do you, do you feel to an extent because you're changing how you are as a person that you're almost playing a character? When you say in what, in what person? Well, in whichever one, because you can, you could look at it either way how you, how you are at home can be a different variation of your character on how you are or when you're at work, do you feel that you'd be playing a part? Does that make sense? No, no, it's, it's, it's all, th that is all me. It's all okay. in there. It's just the, it's just the, it's just the flip side of the coin, just the, exactly the other side of the coin, because there's a lot of, you know, when I'm, let's say if I'm on a construction site, and, you know, if I'm, if I'm running a, con, a con, big job, let's say a construction site and guys are, you know, guys on construction site sites, swear, scratch their balls, 
talk about stuff. If I show up and so kind, talk about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Jay Allen Show. You know how sometimes there's plans for everything out there. You have plans of going back to the gym. You have plans on eating right. You have plans on doing a diet. You know, all those things. What if I told you that you can make a plan to stop male pattern baldness? And let me tell you how you can start this journey off right now with my friends at Keeps. All you have to do is go to the website keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety to receive your first month free of treatment. Keep in mind, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. So all you need to do is go to keeps.com slash safety to find out more and to get your plan rolling. Now keep this in mind. For a limited time, get your first month free. Claim your offer at keeps. That's keeps.com slash safety. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety. And we are back on the Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. But I'm just saying, so if I show up and, you know, I'm, I have to evaluate, make sure everything's going right. And they, and I need them to be responsive to me. Um, if I'm showing up and I'm too, let's say, sexy or sexual, that's the vibe they're going to be picking up on. If I show up and I'm all business and it's like, they know when I come, when I step on, you know, when I'm in the building, like, I mean, business, it's, it's time to put up or shut up. And, and also that if I'm, if something's not done right, or we're not on time or whatever, over budget, that, you know, I'm going to tell you straight up, you're showing me your work and I think it looks like shit. I'm going to tell you that fucking looks like shit. Rip it down. Start over. That doesn't work. It's not going to be at home where, you know, I might be with somebody like, well, you know what? That didn't really, that didn't hit the mark, but Hey, I'm happy to, I'm happy to, um, work on it. Like, you know, I think telling him to rip that shit down might be a better approach at home. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, unless, unless I, yeah, I mean, I, it's fun to be aggressive sexually too. Sometimes like that's it. That's fun. But, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's all in there because there's, there's, I think again, where I think people, you know, where I feel like women and I won't speak for men, but I feel like where women can get, we get confused. It's like, we don't also really realize how much power there is in our femininity and our softer side. And we, we, we forget that men can't really get that anywhere else. Women can get affection and attention and, and their needs met uh, on an emotional level, you, you know, if you're a straight female, not sexually, but on an emotional level, you can get a lot of that from your girlfriends because we're so nurturing. Men have to have an outlet. not very nurturing. <laughs> no, I mean, they have to, you're their outlet for that, right? right? And so they need that softness and that femininity and they don't have anywhere else to go to express it. And they certainly don't want to do it outside of the home, right? Because again, you're scratching balls, you're swearing, you're, you know, you're dudes being dudes and that doesn't work, you know? And so, um, you know, you can't be like, Hey buddy, I'm having a bad day. You know? <laughs> I mean, 
Maybe you do, but you know, it's, it's, it's probably less common. So, you know, men really need that from, from women. And, and I think that if you're, if you're overlooking that your partner is really, you know, you're leaving him with a big gap. And that's where I think women don't realize, you know, cheating starts happening and things like bad things, you know, things like that, because, um, they're missing something. They're needing something from you. And if you're not going to give it, eventually a starved dog will go eat somewhere else, you know? So. I, I, I love how you word that a starved dog will actually well, go eat somewhere. No, it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. You, I have this, you know, anybody that's listening to my show knows where I stand on this. I, first of all, I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I'm big on, on open, openness, honesty, communication. You know, I, I think if you are going to be lying to your partner, you just don't have any business being in a relationship period. Um, if you can't put on your, you know, big girl or big boy panties and communicate, then let that person go find someone that can, can, but, um, on the same token, you know, women will withhold, they'll withhold their, you know, sex a lot and men need that, you know, and that physical touch and all that is super important. There, men are really wired for it. Women need it too. We need it just as much. But it's easier not, for us. Not for three and a half years. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, but I think it's easier for us to withhold right. it or turn it off or whatever. And again, so, you know, if you're not connecting with your partner or making an effort to connect with your partner and you're withholding that, and, and, and even worse, you trap the guy in a, a sexless marriage and then you, you know, you expect that he should just put up with it just because you no longer feel like it. I think that's cruel and unusual punishment. And, you know, he's probably most likely going to go behind your back. And so don't get upset when he does, because you can't, you can't, um, he didn't sign up for, you know, a life of no sex. So do you think that monogamous relationships are non-existent now? No, I think they, I, I, oh, no, I don't, I don't think that's, I think it's hard and it takes a lot of work and people don't want to, you know, people fall down on wanting to put it, the work in, but I don't, I don't, a don't think it's impossible. Um, but I also think there's a, there's a reality that people don't want to address that, you know, everything changes over time. And, you know, what do they say? The only two, two guarantees is death or you know, death and taxes. Unfortunately, <laughs> everything's constantly changing and evolving. And especially when you're married for a long time, you're not the same person. You know, you guys are trying to grow together. And, and if you're, there's so many different options other than being dishonest, you know, and going behind someone's back. So if you're, if your sex lives aren't matching up or your drives or whatever, you have to figure out a solution together that works for both of you. And if somebody just doesn't want to do it, then they should allow their partner to go outside of the relationship. If the, if that person still wants to stay with them married or whatever their commitment is, um, you know, you just have to negotiate what works for the two of you. And people, again, like I said, they just, they don't want to address the elephant in the room, which I think is crazy. Like I, you know, like how could you be with somebody and not, have sex and just not then even talk about it, you know, like, Hey, we're not having sex. <laughs> so what do you think about open relationships? Then do you think that this should be something that's on the table almost immediately if you're running through that scenario? And then if you are in an open relationship, is that a discussion that you have on what you're doing with another person? 
with whoever your main partner is, if that makes sense. Uh, when you say a discussion on what you're ha- you're doing, with right? Your- so you mean how much, how much detail do you want to give? That yeah. Listen, I am. I believe that what goes on between two consenting adults and what works for them, more power to them. It's really about people are only limited by their own creativity and their own, their own lack of imagination. You can you can work out any sort of framework for your relationship that you both agree on. And then to the extent that, you know, you're talking about that again is just another area that you discuss and you decide how much do I want to know? What do I not want to know? Some people, you know, I mean, and that's a huge spectrum, you know, it may just be, Hey, look, you can um, do this. Please don't, I don't really want to know about it. It might be a don't ask, don't tell. Or then there's other couples that, find it erotic and excited, you know, exciting. And some people get off on erotic jealousy and, you know, then you're you're just getting into all this different stuff. But again, as long as uh, people are okay with it and they have good communication, open openness and honesty and whatever works for them, they should, you know, knock themselves out. Well, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I had a, someone that I worked with, that he was in an open relationship. I did not know this until one night that we're out for, oh, out for dinner. Me, yeah. and this, me and this gentleman. So we're out for dinner. He tells me that he's interested in a girl that he had seen. But the agreement that him and his, well, girlfriend at the time, wife now, um, have is that they have to FaceTime. And she has to see the person and get to know them before anything can happen. Yeah. And I thought he was legitimately joking. And he yeah. turns around, grabs his phone, calls, FaceTime, says, hey, this is my intention. They talk to the person. And whatever happened from that point on, I can't tell you the rest of the story because right. I was not there. I was just there yeah. at the beginning portion thinking that it was a joke, but it turned serious right away. And I'm sure that if he's listening to this, he knows exactly who I'm right. talking about. But I was just amazed on how some people can do that. Because I think that there's always a level of jealousy, even though it might be open, hey, I don't want to hold you back. But also, I always think there's a level of jealousy when mm-hmm. it comes to this. Do you mm-hmm. think that that's something that somebody would hold against them later on down the road? Even if it was discussed. Yeah. That's always a possibility. And again, that's just something where you really have to be careful when you navigate those waters constantly. If you're new to it, be checking in with each other and, and don't, don't hide anything. That's the worst thing. Don't hide, you know, don't try to hide anything. Just, I think, I mean, I really am impressed by this guy, actually. I'm like, wow. Do you know how much maturity and commitment and care and love for each other that it takes to do that? A lot. A lot of people can't even think that they, you know, can't even imagine it. Right. But um, it really takes a lot of maturedness to get there. The, the other thing you commented on, the jealousy is I kind of think that jealousy gets a bad rap. I don't think it's so much that you that the feelings don't come up. I think that's natural. I think that the thought of your partner with someone else might you know might make you feel a little little twinges like oh, you know, like there might be a little something that says gosh, I hope, you know, I hope he doesn't fall in love with them or love them more or like them or whatever. But um I, I don't think that jealousy is a bad thing per se. I think it's what you do when that comes up that's the bad thing. It's the reaction to it that's the bad thing. So, you know, if you start acting crazy, 
you know, again, punishing your partner, you know, when you agree to this and, you know, then that's when you, again, it's just, you have to, you have to be honest. And sometimes it's, it might be embarrassing, you know, to say, okay, I know I agree to this. And then now I'm, you know, just completely jealous out of my mind. I'm wanting to like go through your phone and, you know, I, I don't like feeling this way, but again, that's a better conversation to have than just cranking up the punishment, you know, <laughs> which so a lot here, of women so, will do. So here's the question for you. So let's say, for instance, there's some people out there that are taking a listen and they are open them personally of yeah. having this conversation with their partner. How yeah. do you think this conversation should go? How, I mean, how do you even start a conversation like this? And by the way, if my wife's listening, I don't have any intention. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking the question. <laughs> well, this is funny because I'm going to say, I'm going to say, well, if they're listening to your podcast, they should actually have it planned <laughs> with their partner around because it's, it'll, if they can't initiate the conversation, this will help get them comment, getting, getting them commenting on it, you know, getting the partner commenting on it. It's a real, you know, non-threatening way to just you know, oh yeah, listen to this and, and, uh, oh my what God, you, you know, what, yeah, like, Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, geez. Wow. They're really getting out there. What do you think about that? You know, and just take the temperature, you know, see what, what your partner's response is and how they, how they look at it. And, um, you never know. I mean, a lot, I think a lot of people are, are more open to it and there's so many, there's so much around that you can baby step, you, do, you know, you, you could just start with going to like a sex club and just watching, you know, just go, you know, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to touch anybody. You don't have to do anything. And it's all about what you, you know, it's all about consent and what you're comfortable with and, and you know, kind of like nibble around the edges that way, you know, and just see if that's exciting and then see what comes out of it. You know, that, that, that's a good way to start it before you just say, okay, well, let's go off and have separate relationships with people. Um, but I think a lot more people nowadays are are open to it, and uh, it's you know something something to consider. So as you look at this, what happens with this one? Because it sounds like you you've had this conversation before. Here I'm open to this idea. I want to do it, but I don't want you to do anything. Because you know those things happen. I don't want to be jealous. I want to be able to have. I want it to be a 50% open relationship where I can do whatever I want, but you not so much. Yeah. I've had that. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. I were, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't feel, I I wanted to do what I wanted to do, but I didn't feel like I wanted to um, share that person. So how does that work? How does that work? How do you have that conversation of please let me be free, but to an extent I want to keep you here in a cage. Well, so Again, it's about what the other, how the other person feels about it. Some people, there's, you know, there's cuckolds and they love this stuff. Like this really, this is their lane, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what they're looking for, a partner like that. And then there's, um, they for, for women, it's, you know, a cuckine and there, there's a, there's just varying levels to that. There's so, you know, so much that goes into it. So just, can you describe that a little bit more for people who might not be familiar with this? Okay. So like the, so, um, a cuckold is someone who enjoys his, you know, generally you refer to it. That's a male. You'd refer to him as a cuck and he enjoys his partner. He gets off on his partner getting off like that really, 
does it for him. And then some cuckolds really also get off on the erotic jealousy part of it that, you know, that you are going out, they get to like help you get ready for your date. And then they get all this angst over it. And then, or, you know, they'll get to watch you. You'll FaceTime them while you're with, with this other play partner. And it, it just drives them, you know, crazy. And they, and they really enjoy it. And it, Actually, it sounds sounds counterintuitive, but it bonds the couple together because, again, you know, if you think about how much communication and sorry, I keep hitting my microphone, how much communication and honesty and dialogue you have to have around this stuff, and then, you know, and then you you're done with your date, and you know, you come home to him, and you know, and he gets to he gets the excitement of you coming back, and you know, there's like a whole cleanup process. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's, I, I haven't actually, um, uh, done it. I've done varying levels of it, but not like not in a full-time committed relationship. And it is, it's, it's exciting. It really, you know, it's, I, I can already picture it in like the amount of jealousy as some of the people are listening to this of yeah. how this would actually, how could you allow that to happen? Um, it's amazing. Just some of the stories that you have. So, as you've seen a lot of this stuff, because this is something that you, that you talk about going on to your sixth season, um, what have you seen that has shocked you the most? What have you experienced so far that has been the most shocking so far to from where you were when you oh went through God. the three and a half year dry spell to where you are now? And I'm believe me, you can say whatever you want, <laughs> good, bad, or indifferent. The most shocking. I don't think that anything shocks me anymore. Again, <laughs> Is I that think, a good or a bad thing? <laughs> no, I mean, it's really just like... I've, to me, it's all just, you know, it's on, you're on some end of the spectrum of sexuality, you know? And I think that the problem is that people don't understand how diverse it is, you know? And the problem is that, you know, we had sort of almost have this, like, I don't know if it's really the right word, like sexual prejudices, like, well, we're vanilla. We would never do that. You no, know? no, no. I, I think you're spot on with that. I think that, that, that even this conversation mm -hmm. that you and I are having, even though we have not went into any kind of anything extremely graphic, because we really yeah. didn't, will make some people feel uncomfortable. What do you yeah. mean that you could be with someone else? What do you mean you could be committed but still yeah. have an open relationship? Right. And, and just you know, even just, or even just the, the, the style of sex that you have, you know, there's all these just kinks and, and you can still be completely monogamous and you guys are just the biggest kinksters on the block. And usually I find it's like the soccer moms and the PTA moms and the people you would never even expect it from. They're total swingers. You know, I mean, my first swinger party, <laughs> this was a big shock. I, I ended up, I thought we were going to, I thought the way they made it sound, I thought um, it was going to be like this, you know, eyes wide shut in this big, beautiful house. And, you know, and it was going to be all sexy and steamy and everybody was going to be gorgeous. And, and mask. <laughs> you show up and we are in the middle of the burbs and they're having this sex party in their house while there's, you know, minivans and station wagons all over the place. And they've got a potluck. <laughs> first of all greasy food and sex with multiple people or in a group does not go i don't think like uh-uh i'm not uh-uh <laughs> that that's like why would you eat a bunch of heavy food and then 
I don't, I don't know. It just, it, it was weird. I thought it was very odd because it was like very, you know, <laughs> greasy. Very like nonchalant. Like, hey, it's whatever. Cocktail wiener and some chili. <laughs> and, and hey, by the way, you know, you want to go off into this room and. Here's a cocktail wiener and more. Okay, gotcha. Right, <laughs> right. Now you want to see the real thing. I mean, like it just, anyway, uh, it was very, it was, it was strange, but I will say that, you know, uh, that one thing that is true for everybody thinks like swingers, it's a big free for all. No, it's all permission based. Nobody touches you unless you know, you want to, and it, everybody's very respectful. It's not, it's, it sounds, you know, sleazy and seedy. It's not, it's just, you know, it's people that are really out there with their sexuality and, and enjoy it. And some people just want to watch and some people want to participate and it's, there's all different flavors, but well, let me ask a question there. So as you went to this, the swingers, group and it got there how did you discover this like if somebody's actually interested in starting to get involved in this kind of lifestyle just, they're sitting here and they say hey what Layla has going on is what I have what what I want going on how do we find these things you um th- well first of all just I mean google it swingers clubs <laughs> swingers uh, you know reddit I find is a great place for resources like this um swingers near me you know type in your city swingers Atlanta or swingers, you know, LA, whatever you're going to, you're going to hit on a bunch of groups. Um, a lot of like, um, you know, sex sites, uh, hookup sites. I shouldn't say sex sites. That's, that's not what they're, they're like hookup sites and things like that. Um, they have, they'll have groups. I mean, there's a big, there's categories where people, they, you know, just have groups and meetups and things like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's out there. It's, and it's not the people you'd expect. And it's not, you know, as, as seedy as you would expect. Although, again, so I, I had, you know, in the very start, of, you know, because one that was on my bucket list. I'm like, I want to I want to go to one of these. I just want to go. I, di- I didn't know that I, I didn't know if I was going to want to do anything, but I definitely felt comfortable with going with a partner. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of scouted it and found it. And like I said, you know, we... Yeah, because we were we were supposed to get masks and we got masks and I thought, oh, this is just gonna be so sexy and you know, and the way they were describing it, like I again, I just thought this it was gonna be this big mansion up in the hills. You definitely watch Eyes Wide Eyes Eyes Wide Shut way too many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was, I was expecting. You know, you didn't show up in a taxi, did you? No, I'm joking. No, we drove. We drove. <laughs> yeah, um, but we had to park around the block. There was like, so, I'm not kidding you. Like, then they had like you know f- lights going. I mean, it was like. Again, uh, imagine, uh, you know, just smack dab in the middle of the street on the suburbs and, you know, and they had converted their house and like put plastic over, every, you know, sh- sh- covered everything, like all the beds and, you know. <laughs> it almost sounds like a Dexter episode. <laughs> totally, totally, exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean. You know, they had like, and they had different themed rooms where there was just different things going on and you could do different things. And so. so did you have passwords like Fidelio, just like the movie Eyes Wide Shut? I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, no, I mean, you can, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, I don't think we had a, pa- I can't remember. That's a good question. Do we have, a- no, no. Cause it was so obvious. Everybody walked in, you know, you just walked right up and I think you just said, hello, introduce yourself. There was someone kind of meeting you there. Like, Hey, can I take your coat? You know? Over here, we have this. Upstairs, we have that. You know, and then you just mingle around. So, so you were, you've referenced this bucket list a few times. Yeah. Can I ask some of the things that you've had on this bucket list that you've been able to accomplish so far? 
Yeah, it's it. I have I kind of I update it constantly because over this amount of time I've scratched things off, and then when you once you do when you start experimenting, one door opens and then there's like ten more behind it. You know, <laughs> because it. it really you start really finding things that you didn't realize that you thought were were fun and sexy. And then you're like, Oh, I bet that would be real. Now that I know I like this, I bet you this would be good. So it just, it, it grows on itself. But, um, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to try BDSM. I wanted to find a partner that I could go to some sex clubs with. I wanted to learn how to squirt. And, um, I wanted, I wanted to try threesomes and let's see what else. That was my, that was kind of like my year. I mean, that's, a, that's a pretty big list just starting off just with that. And you're saying that other things have opened up since then. Oh yeah. Yeah. So interesting. yeah. So, I mean, from there really like that original list really kind of started it all and everything, you know, kind of sprang off of that and mushroomed. And so, you know, here I am. Interesting. Are, are you trying to tell us, that, like, are you giving us a hint there? <laughs> no, uh, no it, it sounds very good. Now, Layla, if people want to know more about you and what you have going on on your podcast, where can they find out more information? Yep. They can, real easy. I, I'll just send you one place. Uh, go to my website, and that is thecuriousgirldiaries.com. From there, you can link to all my socials. Also, if you listen to uh, podcasts, I have a podcast, The Curious Girl Diaries. That's pretty much in any major syndicator, um, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google podcast. So it, or just it's type everywhere. it, just type it in and Google it. You'll, it'll come up. Well, Layla, it has truly been a pleasure having you on. I hope that this is not the first and only time. Hopefully we'll be able to have you back. I know maybe next time we'll just be real finite and specific. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-40 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case... And you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms.